It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Well, folks, like no other team in the National Football League can do, you get your hopes up and they crush them and burn them in front of you. Folks, we are back in the twilight zone. Welcome in. Sammy, start me up. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Talking Titans. Ladies and gentlemen, 94 yards. Touchdown, Titans. He is the baddest man in the NFL. And he just took her to the house. The Sickest Tennessee Titans Podcast. Sick! It's going to be... Welcome in, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Sick Podcast, Talking Titans. We are live, post-game wrap-up. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm going to let Jarrett start. The floor is yours, my friend. Go ahead. I mean, we. How many times do we have to settle for mediocrity on this football team now? These, like I, I, I've said it before to you guys, the last thirteen games now have been so, so torturous to watch as a Titans fan. The mediocrity from this football team, the offense, another, another pitiful performance on the offense until the second half. Ryan Tannehill kind of got hot. You know, he was he was twelve of thirteen before that last drive for one hundred and fifty three yards. That's great, but you know what? It needs to be consistent throughout the whole game. Find D-hop in the first quarter. Step on their throats. We had 27 or 29 plays in their territory and came away with three field goals. I mean, our red zone offense has been horrible this year, and, and, and something has to change because it's ridiculous how we can't get playmakers the ball in the in the red zone. That, that one uh, fourth down play where Henry was getting the ball, why are you in shotgun fourth and one? Where everybody in the, I was calling it. I even told my wife, Henry's getting the ball. Everybody knows it. Try something else. Do something else. Philly the Philly Philly, where the quarterback just stands there and pushes the pile. Why can't we do that on fourth and one? And then not kicking, not kicking the field goal and going down by one. That kind of killed us a little bit too. So kind I mean, of. just yeah, I mean, it just it just constantly, constantly with the with the coaching and the play calling, um, the decisions that are being made and the defense. My goodness, we thought we had a defense. Vin, if you're watching down in Key West right now with your shirt unbuttoned, the defense, uh, we thought it was a top five defense for Christ's sakes. We can't stop a nosebleed. Tierra Tart was a huge factor in this game that not being there because they gashed us up and down the field. The first 100-yard rusher in Zach Moss. The first one, Zach Moss, almost 170 yards, totally gashed us. 
Where is everybody? Secondary, god awful, hot garbage. Christian Fulton, leave his ass in in, uh, in uh, Indianapolis because my God, he needs to be cut from this team because it, it, it's so bad. I would rather have Caleb Farley out there and, with his back injury than Christian Fulton. Pis after pis after pis every single week, getting torched and pissed on every goddamn week. I'm sick and tired of the mediocrity and the roller coaster. We were here last week, now we're here this week. Are we going to go back up next week in London? Who knows? I don't know. I would love to hear what you have to say because I am hot right now. Two and yeah. uh, two and three in the, uh, going in the division. Huge division loss. Zero uh, and one in the division. How are we going to beat Houston and, and Jacksonville right now? The we're way we're not. playing. We're and not let's beating talk, anyone. Let's talk, let's let's talk about this really quick, okay? Because no one's really talking about it. Tannehill. Yeah, he had a great game. No touchdowns or whatever. Yardage, yards wise, it was great. Very efficient. He has two touchdowns in five games and five interceptions. We need a spark. He looked great today. I'm not bashing him. He looked great today in the pocket, yeah, mobile, yeah, running, everything like that. But two touchdowns. Something needs to get. Is that Tim Kelly not calling enough plays? Yes, you know, sir. you know, sparking shit up. I don't know, but I, I don't want to say, oh, oh, Jared from the Sick Podcast or any, the Sick Podcast was saying Tannehill didn't do anything today. Tannehill did his job, but. That interception, throw it out of the way. Just, we weren't winning oh, the game okay. no matter nobody, what. No, nobody yeah. cares about that. It, it's just, it needs to be consistent, and the play calling absolutely is terrible in the first half, and it, and it starts picking up. It only stalls in the red zone. So I, I, I don't know. Every, everyone, we always say, like, oh, the red zone, we were really good two, three years ago. Red zone offense, red zone efficiency, nothing. Who got the last five games? Mike <clears throat> Vrabel, folks. That's it. That's all I got to say. I'm done with it. It's, it's, me and, me and the crew were talking about this before we went live. When every single week you got to point to another reason why you're not playing well, what else are you going to do? You got to point to the person in charge who, A, not getting their players motivated, B, allowing these unfathomably stupid calls, like the fourth and two, your best, Tannehill's playing as good in the pocket as we've ever seen him in, the, in these colors. And you're going to give it to Derrick Henry up the middle, up the middle, when when not for nothing. Again, how many times are going to say this? Derrick Henry's best runs as a pro football player are outside the hash marks. And we don't let him run outside the hash marks anymore. How are you going to use your stiff arm when you're running straight? You can't. The only reason you use your best assets, which are your arms, is running this way or this way. And we never give it to him outside the hash marks. We're doing fucking screen passes to him, not the other running back who is shiftier, faster, younger. We're doing screen passes to a guy who is not designed to catch fucking screen passes. It goes on and on and on and on. I'm done with it. Mike Vrabel needs to give us answers. You know damn well he's standing on that fucking podium now or in the next two minutes and saying, we got to coach better. We got to babe. You need to coach better. You, specifically you, need to get your team motivated to play each week. Both sides of the football, not just one. It, it's deplorable. Tim Kelly, he can go take a hike too. How much fucking talent does this fucking offense need to have? And we can't score more than one touchdown a game. You got one of the arguably one of the best ball catchers in the history of the fucking sport on your team, and he's he's playing at his highest level, and you can't get him in the end zone. You can't figure a way to get him in the end zone and throw it to him in the end zone. No, no, I'm not buying it. I'm done. Chicken Conquo, we thought he was going to be a fucking pro boy this year. We don't get him involved at all. 
Is it his fault? I don't it's know. It's so stale. The offense is so stale. It's torture. Literally, I told you guys, I was texting you guys midway through this game. I'd rather watch five-year-olds, my five-year-olds, hell, to carve pumpkins than watch them run an offense. Because, like I said, everybody in the stadium, in the world, everyone knew Derrick Henry was getting the ball on fourth and two. Be creative. Maybe not give him the ball. Maybe push the pile forward. I don't know. But the, the play calling and the coaching, like you said, has been uh, uh, abysmal. And I, I don't want to call it, call Vrabel out, but s- stuff needs to be said no, going forward. To, why, why? Because why don't you want to call him out, Jared? Ten out of twelve. Every no, week, it's, it's more. A new, it's more it's than a new that. Person. It's more than that. It's more First, than, yeah. it's fucking Tannehill. Then it's the defense. Then it's the offensive line. Then it's not getting Derrick Henry involved enough. It's always something. It's always something. And all these other teams figure it out. All these teams that are, you're either a shit team or you're a really good team in this league. And somehow we always find our way to be in the middle. The only team in the league who can't figure it out, whether to be a shit team or be an excellent team. We're always, we always find our way on that fucking equator line in the National Football League. Even when we're the number one seed in the NFL, it doesn't matter. We know what we always are. We're always tiptoeing that line between being elite and being a fucking hot piece of garbage. And I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of it. Just tank. So we can get Caleb Williams. So we can get a guy who can single-handedly take over a game. Like, <clears throat> not to mention, Gardner Minshew did. Gardner Minshew came in the game and took it over. And this is no disrespect to Ryan Zanel. He had an excellent game. And I'm happy he's going to be our quarterback going to London, believe it or not. But this guy stepped in. And he just started hit, getting hit, making throws, getting hit, making throws, light in the pocket. He's pumped up when he fucking gets a first down, gets his guys all pumped up. That's another thing, too. The only thing I'll say about Tano today, bad. Only thing. He's just, he, doesn't get, he doesn't get his guys amped. All he's doing is smiling and fucking I, get your team motivated. Jalen Hurts gets his team fucking pumped up. He yells at them on the sideline. Like, guys, if as bad as the Denver is, at least Russell Wilson complains when his players aren't playing well. He's just, it's just, I'm just, oh, oh, I just have verbal diarrhea now, Jerry. You can elaborate on anything I just said. I'm just so angry, man. I'm so angry. Who isn't? Every Everyone, and who? if you're not, if you're on Twitter, if you're on YouTube, if you're on Apple, if you're on anything, if you're a Titans fan, you're not upset about this, especially us going to Indy. We had a... a a five-game win streak over there. They haven't won in seven games there. I mean, yeah, hell, they were motivated probably to say, hey, Tennessee's not coming in here, and they're going to beat us in a, in a division game. But you know what? Like, you have to – you're coming off a of Bengals – we spanked the Bengals at home. Okay, now you have to come into there and keep that momentum going. That's what we said before at, at the end of the podcast. How does this how do we uh, sustain this going through the rest of the season? Do we keep climbing up or do we tank, uh, you know, back down the offense? Ryan Tannehill threw for 264 today. D hop the most eight catches, 11 targets for 140 yards. What a waste. How don't, how don't we capitalize on that? He was pissing all over their, uh, their cornerbacks and safeties. How don't we get in the end zone? I really, I can't wait until the grades come out for PFF later in this week because uh, Christian Fulton, like I said, bad garbage, horrible, terrible. But uh, another, another one ha- was bad. Um, uh, Al Shahir, you know, in the middle of the field, you know, not breaking down on tackles, you know, up the middle. Zach Moss, you know, constantly hitting the hole. We weren't tackling him at all. Um, obviously, John Tanner wasn't wasn't even a factor in this game, but we knew that his snap count was gonna, wasn't going to be good. But uh, it, it's the offense, man. It's the offense. We killed them in in uh, plays in, in, in opposing territory. 
I we, we killed them. I saw the stat; it was twenty-four. It had to be thirty-one by the end of the game, or yeah. or twenty-seven. How don't we capitalize on that? No Sixteen points is not good either. in the NFL. No pressure. The last where two, the fuck? two and a half years. Where is Harold Landry? And is how how much how much a year is he making, Jared? I forgot. I'm honestly forgot how much a year. He, he, he has Roughly. to be making around 17, I think. Yeah. 17. Uh, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Seven, even if it's 15, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, I don't want to hear about his fucking injury that happened over a year ago. It's game five. Make an impact. He hasn't done a lick of anything important after the first week of this fucking season. Simmons, Autry, what happened in this defensive line that we said this is this is all part of it? And we want people, we wonder why we don't get any recognition because all we do, me included, bark, 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 cry, cry, me included again, bitch, cry, whine, and this is what happens. This is why nobody gives a fuck about the Titans. Nobody's worried about them. Everyone's praying to God we get in the playoffs and we're going to – wait, imagine if we see Miami, right, if Buffalo wins the division and we somehow sneak in at eight and nine, which won't happen, and we face the Dolphins at home. Playoffs. They would Playoffs. I'm just saying, let's just play devil's advocate here and say somehow we scrape in. You know, because the, the Texans are playing really well and the the Jags, call, they could all take a shit. Say we get in and we have to see the Dolphins week one and we're in Nashville. We're going to get torched. Torched. This, oh my God, Tua Tyreek Waddle against this secondary. I, I would be, I wouldn't even want to watch. I'd be, I'm going to watch it, but I would be, listen, I'm, I'm rambling, man. I don't know what the answer is. And I want to bring up a comment. That's what this team does, man. I want to bring up a – I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I want to bring up a comment from uh, Philip. Excellent comment he wrote. Sam, if you want to highlight that, Philip Maddox. He interviewed two people as the OC. And, I mean, all we deal with with him is keeping it in-house. Keeping it in-house. My guys. That, uh, and, and and this is it. This is what we. Get. That's exactly. That's exactly what. Uh, going back to this in-house stuff. When we had Jersey Jerry on way back when we first started with the Sick Podcast team, um, Jersey Jerry said the same thing. That's what Mike Tomlin's problem is in uh, the Steelers. How they went from you know the kings of the AFC to kind of mediocrity. They want to keep everything in-house, hire in-house. We need new blood. 
We need Kyle Shanahan blood, Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay. Uh, the list goes on with these coaches that are uh, that are putting up points in the NFL now. The Dolphins, 30, 70. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, I don't wanna... the San Francisco 49ers keep scoring and scoring and scoring and scoring. We need Mike new Tom blood. Mike Tom's a Super Bowl champ, though. So, uh, and he's got one of the best records of any coach ever. So, I mean, I'm not taking that away from him at all. I know, and I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but you know, it, it's uh, and and somebody brought it up. You know, we're we're gonna. I forgot we're playing the AFC, or we're not playing the AFC East, but we're playing the Dolphins this year. Um, yeah, I mean, that's gonna be. We're, we'll find out. But the bottom line is, it, it, there's just there's there's the. Let me word it perfectly here because I'm I'm rambling and mumbling. The uh, excitement level for this season can't can't go below the fifty percent line now. It, there's just there's no way around it. We could go to London next week, shut out the Ravens, and put up thirty four points, and I'd still have no confidence as to what. what? The, the yeah, because I'm talking about it's the roller coaster. How many times yeah. are we going to ride this roller coaster? We want consistency. Who is to blame? Jared? Run, run three, four, run. You know, run, run three or four wins in a row. You know, get us get us hyped a little bit. You know, the, the win loss, win loss, win loss. It, it, it's just getting really old at this time with the mediocrity of this football team. The last thirteen games, and it does start with the coaching staff. I agree. Someone has to. Something has to give. Because we've been averaging now, and I don't care what anybody says. I'm going to keep bringing it up because it's the goddamn truth now. Since 11 got traded off this football team, we've been averaging 15 points per game. He made the offense go, not 22. He took he took uh, the people out of the box, unlike uh, Burks does. DeAndre Hopkins does now, but you know what? He he is uh, aging a little bit, okay? He had eight catches for 140. He's still him. I get it. But you know what? The offense ran through A.J. Brown, too, and he took over football games, and none of these wide receivers besides Hopkins today put the fear in God of these secondaries like A.J. Brown did. So that was, I'm going to still say, one of the worst trades that has put us into this pit to this day. Guys, let me remind you something you might have forgotten. Remember a guy by the name of Mike Malarkey? Remember how his final season as Titans head coach ended? He got fired, which I was happy and thrilled about. I'm not going to sit here and say I wasn't because I wasn't a fan of Mike Malarkey. But just for context here, Mike Malarkey got fired after a year, a team that he coached won a playoff game on the road. He got fired that year. Okay. And what happens next? Mike Vrabel comes along nine and seven, nine and seven, right? Then we go number one seed, play like 12. shit. Well, but and then I forgot about, you know, the Ravens. Great, great team, great, you know, offense. Go to, shit to bed at home. Where's his line? Where does his do we have to miss the playoffs again this year and win a mat win like six games for the for the hot seat to even be turned on? I mean, really, again, between him and Tannehill, Tannehill, I'm I'm really not going to mention it all day because he played fantastic, but him and Tannehill, and you could throw Derrick Henry in there technically, like no one's allowed to say anything about these guys. And it's like you 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 say one thing and it's like you're not a real fan. It's pathetic. It's bullshit. Stay in the obvious is what it is. The one thing above all else is this. I'm pointing at the wrong thing. This is all that matters. It used to be for me, you know, I was a Mariota fucking, you know, Stan, AJ Brown, I was upset, whatever. I got some tough medicine here. It's all about this. That's all that fucking matters. And right now, the ringleader of this football team. It's just not getting their guys ready to play. If it's not one side of the football, it's the other. So, I mean, at what point? I'm curious. I want your honest opinion, Jarrett. Because right now it's 
it seems to be that the hot seat isn't even turned on. At what point does that oven, you hear the clicking of the flame turn on? That's why I need to, I'm asking you. It has to be the midway point of the season at this point right now. I mean, Vrabel is a great coach. I love him. But the last 13 games has been just abysmal between decisions uh, on the field, whether to kick field goals, call timeouts, go for it, um, decision-making on play calling, on fourth down, um, you know, third downs too. It's just it's just over and over again. It's the roller coaster, and, and it's just sick and tired of playing that game. And uh, I'm just reading about a comment, team leader. He said, uh, "Got to get over the AJ Brown thing." I understand that. I am over the AJ Brown thing. I'm just stating the obvious. This team has not been that good since AJ Brown left. If you remember when AJ Brown and Corey Davis and John New Smith were on this team after that year, I mean before that year we were you know number two in points scored. I think we were averaging 30 points a game. Uh Tannehill was one of the best passer ratings in the league. That offense was clicking on all cylinders. Now the departure of that you're trying to replace him with uh Burks and everything the offense is stale 15 points per game look it up yourself I mean it's not hard to how many times count now I want you to count on one one hand how many times have we scored 30 points since, since uh, AJ Brown's left. I'm not saying let's go back to that. I'm just stating obvious assuming, facts. I'm assuming like two. Uh, obviously with the J like, like that comment was, you know, this is part of the reason why that's why I said, let, let Rand cook. I know Sal went off a couple weeks ago, you know, it's Rand Carthon's fault. You know, like I said, it goes back to what's on his chest too and everything. It's not Rand's fault because he inherited this mess that John Robinson, you know, put us in with, with Caleb Farley, with Isaiah Wilson, that whole trash ass um, uh, draft class of the two, uh, the COVID year. So, I mean, yes, he, he's put us in, in, in a pit as well. So we do have to build, but tanking and all this other stuff. I don't see this team tanking and all that stuff. We have a new stadium. Let's not forget, like I always say, in, tw in 2027 coming up, they cannot tank. They can't have a shit team going into it because none of these fans are going to go to the games, you know, including including us. And, and season tickets are going to go down if, if you shit the bed and everything like that. Sammy, can you throw up that comment? of Because uh, everybody wants to know my comment for the uh, percentage of Ryan Tannehill. My percentage, it's uh, J-A-R-E-T-T, -T, by the way, but. Captain Tripps, I appreciate that, though. And you wanting to know my percentage. I'm going to still leave it at 40 because it, it, he did not do anything today to uh, hinder that. He, he played a really good game coming out of the pocket, rolled out, extended plays a little bit. Every time he extended a play and ran for it, I kind of laughed. And I was thinking about Sal because he was probably sitting back saying, holy shit, he's using his legs. Yep. But, uh, he didn't do he didn't do anything today to say, uh, oh, my God, Tannehill sucks. You know, we need you know, we need to put a, you know, Willis in or something like that. He played well, especially in the second half, getting Hopkins the ball and everything moving down the field. It's just drive stalling because the in, uh, the inconsistency of play calling in the red zone. How don't you run a quarterback sneak? I'm sitting there, fourth and one. We always used to do it under Arthur Smith. Am I wrong, Sal? How many yep. times has Ryan Tannehill, fourth and one, will Arthur Smith, QB sneak? No, no, QB sneak. Yeah. Shotgun at the most po important point of the game. Shotgun, fourth and two, and you hand the ball off on a counter, a motion counter to, to Derrick Henry. Everyone knows he's getting the ball. Go under center and push the, uh, the pile forward like Philly does, for Christ's sakes. you got to get two yards. Push the forward, uh, push the pile forward. It's, uh, it's just sickening, man. Yeah, and then to put uh, Captain Tripp's other question up from about five minutes ago to answer that, uh, at the moment, at this very moment, yes. At this very moment, yes. Question was, do we have the worst coach in the AFC South at the moment? At the moment, at this moment, right now, 439, October 8, 2023, yes, we do. Because we've lost 10 out of 12. And you look at teams like Houston <coughs> – did Houston pull that out? Did they wind up beating? Uh... Um, 
I'm Charles fix, and... Yeah, somebody check that out. But bottom line is, D'Amico Ryans has that team playing. Oh, just Houston's scary. And I said it in the beginning wildly of Wildly better than they were supposed to. Obviously, no, they lost. They lost. Okay. Thank fucking God. Um, you know, Doug Peterson, uh, he's a Super Bowl winning you know, coach. So that goes without saying, I think. <laughs> and then this guy from the Colts. I mean, the bottom line is really stupid, stupid play from uh, him with those timeouts, by the way. Gifting us, gifting us that going out of that first half, only down four. Um, but he, he's got that team, three and two. And he has a quarterback in Gardner Minshew that just really took a giant shit all over us, which I knew, my dad knew, and a good chunk of Twitter knew, which is why I tweeted, this is really bad news in a multitude of ways. Number one, obviously, it's horrible Anthony Richter got hurt. He looks really fucked up with his shoulder. Hopefully it's not all year, but it looks like it's going to be. Um, and uh, but I knew what was going to happen. I knew it. Everyone knew it. Everyone knew Gardner Minshew takes shits on the Titans with any team he plays for. So um, you know, got to go to London now and face Lamar Jackson after a heartbreaking Ooh. loss. London's calling. Yeah, that's what I said at the end of my my thing. And, and you know, uh, like I said, there, the 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 there's there. The good news about this, Jared, and I think you'll agree, if nothing else, and it's sarcastically good, but at the end of the day, I think it is kind of good. We're not going to put ourselves through any longer this season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The false um, sense of uh, accomplishment that we've been feeling. We're not going to be going hoorah anymore on Monday mornings, no matter what happens throughout this year. Because if yeah. this is if this is possible from any team, your odds of winning or going far are very slim. Okay, the 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 Kansas City Chiefs maybe once or twice every couple years you'll see a performance like this. But when the lights are the brightest, they perform. Travis Kelsey performs, Mahomes performs, etc. That's not the case with this team. It's not. And unfortunately, if you don't have a superstar, there were a couple plays from Gardner Minshew today. I, I'm just gonna word it this way because this is the way I mean it. There were a few. There were a few superstar plays from Gardner Minshew today. Like I'm talking superstar got his bell rung and put the ball in a guy's. Oh, Tannehill did too. He got his bell rung a little bit. He did too. He but did. you know what? Gardner Minshew is that guy. That's why I texted you guys. I said, here comes Minshew Mania, man. I know him. I seen him at Wazoo. I mean, the, the kid's a bowler, man. He's a bowler. I recall a couple maybe when we were doing Turnpike, I brought up that he he's a little bit better than people think. And I, I could have swore one of you two were giving me some kickback. Maybe it was Vin. 
But the bottom line, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is he's a, a, an above average quarterback. And next year, he might be starting. He will be starting for someone. Believe me. He, des- he deserves to start for Denver right now. He deserved, a st- he deserved it two years ago, in my opinion. Because, again, I'll show you. You look at his stats in, in Jacksonville. He's like 40 touchdowns, 12 picks. He's like he's 63% around completion. Like, I, what, what did I miss? What did I miss? Because he was on a horrible team, the horrible defense, that he's not good. Numbers don't lie. But anyway, not to get on a tangent about fucking uh, uh, Minshew, but listen, these comments, I get it, guys. You want to see Levis, you want to see Malik, this, that, and the other thing. Dobbs should have. Ca- hey, listen, I yeah, get let's it. Let's talk about. Let's talk about that real quick. You know, since we're on that topic right now, as I'm watching yep. the Broncos, because I have a question for you about the Broncos too. Um, why? Why do we want to turn to uh, those young guys right now? Does it? It does it prove to spark because Tannehill had a great game. We I'll all agree with that today. I, I know that's why I want you to, to answer the question, and I'm gonna uh, uh, iterate on it too. Mm-hmm. But why are we gonna turn on that? Is, is it a spark? Is it is just that the playmaking ability for those guys? Do you think that that is gonna do something for us? I mean, Tannehill does have two touchdowns and five interceptions this year, but he was he was efficient today. They got down the field, but the drives are stalling in the red zone. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I mean how how do you fi- how do you fix the offense like that? Because we are moving the ball a little bit. Yeah, no, we are. We are. But at the end of the day, I think this game kind of proved it. Um, you need you need better than good sometimes to win the NFL. I think that's the yeah. perf- perfect way to put it. Sometimes you need better than good to win in the NFL. Now, that, whether that be because of special teams blunders, whether that be because of poor defense, every once in a while you need your quarterback to do something spectacular to either extend a drive, put a ball in the end zone, or tie up your game. And this guy just doesn't have that ability. It, it, it appears at least in year whatever he's in now. But um, that's probably why. And I, I can understand it. And I probably agree, to be completely honest. You know, playing devil's advocate, if, if um, Ryan Tannehill got the flu tomorrow and, uh, you know, they threw Malik in there against uh, Lamar, would I think our chances of winning are better? I don't know if I could confidently say yes, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be like, running for the hills in terror because Malik Willis is the quarterback. I think it would just add, it would force us to make a different offense around his skill set, hopefully still allowing him to throw once in a while. But that's not, there's no point in talking about that. I'm just saying I understand it. And that's why people are upset, Jarrett, because this quarterback did enough to win and was good. But in order to win this game today, because of how poorly our defense played, he needed to be great. And he wasn't great. And Gardner Minshew was great. Um, and that's it. And that's the bottom line. He was great. And uh, we lost. And our defense should be ashamed of themselves as well as our head coach. And, and, and the defense should be ashamed of themselves the whole year now, five games in a row now. Yep. Because, it, like I said, it's the roller coaster. We're sick and tired of the roller coaster. It's consistency. And the, this secondary has been just pissed on and torched every single game. What do you think Tua is going to do to them? Fade. What do you think, what do you think uh, Lamar is going to do to them in a couple weeks? The only real option that we have possibly is, is to attack Desmond Ritter against the um, the Falcons after the bye. But, like, all these other quarterbacks, man, that, that we're going to get. We have um, C.J. Stroud coming up now. We have Bryce Young still coming up at the end of the season. I mean, he's not doing much, but I'm saying our, our secondary is getting torched. At what point do we start looking at the trade line like we did a couple of years ago to get Desmond King from the San Diego – I mean, not San Diego Chargers, the Los Angeles Chargers? At what point do we start looking uh, at a trade or, or, or who's on the market to spice up the secondary? No. Because it looks really, really bad, especially with Fulton, man. Fulton looks like he's on ice skates back there. 
Fade, I got to tell you, because, you you know, he just commented uh, defense didn't do horribly, kept them a touchdown. It, that That's that's just not true, man. They, they did horribly today, okay? They gave up 429 yards, Yeah. okay? They, they, they were and they got gashed. They got gashed. Seven yards a play. I mean, that's horrible. It, just because Pops. just because we were able to score 16, which we should have scored way more than that, and it was a touchdown at the end of the game. Um, that doesn't change that the defense was the sole purpose, the sole reason this team lost. You're giving up a third and 16 pass interference. I mean, um, to put them in a, at the 10-yard line, I, I, I just – there's, there's, I don't think there should be any debate today. Defense was the sole purpose that we, re, the sole reason we lost this game. People are saying certain, yeah, I'll sign up for that in a heartbeat. Of course, you know, but something's got to happen. But at the end of the day, like I just said, there's no more Monday morning jumping out of bed. Let's get this done. It, it, it's just going to be, I'm, I'm off the roller coaster now. Now I'm just watching it. I'm not on it anymore. I'm just watching it. That's the best way to describe it. I can't sit on this fucking roller coaster anymore. I'll watch everyone else go on it, and I'll just I'll cheer with them as they're as they're screaming and yelling. I'll do everything with them, but I'm not getting in the car anymore because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this shit. I'm done dealing with it. Okay, they ruin my week. They make me happy. They make me sad. I'm done. I'm done. No, it's so what really is it gonna, what's going to be the the piece to to change it? What do you think? I don't know. To improve the team, I don't know. It's got to start with coaching, man. We ran one. I, I literally like Stat Genius is going to get involved, and I'm going to really uh, search this week because we ran 29 plays in the territory in the opposing territory. How do we come up with 16 points? How? Thank God for Nick Folk, man. Thank God for Nick Folk. And shout out to me for calling yesterday that Tajay Spears was going to get his first touchdown because I had a feeling the signs, just like Vinny said. So I mean, but but that's that, that's besides the point. How do we run that many plays in the opposing territory and get 16 points? We have to be creative in the red zone, and we're not doing that. And we were one of the best teams in the red zone the last couple of years, and it's just it's slow. It slowly started to tank. Don't know what it is. Got to be creative. Uh, this is listen. We're getting into um, real deal time with Rand Carthon. Okay, uh, I, something's got to change here. Okay. Yeah, but what do you what do you do now? Everyone's I see everyone on the feed right now is saying Sertan, Sertan, Patrick Sertan, you know, out of out of Denver. We have no draft <clears> capital <throat> to trade nothing. Does it involve a, a player? Are you sending somebody over there? Like I would like Sammy, if anybody starts saying like what was the package deal for Patrick Sertan? Harold Landry, or, send him over there. Are you doing that and packaging something else? Like, I mean, Patrick Sertan demands a lot, a lot of cash. We have the cash, but you know what? He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. So they're not giving away for free. So I mean, anything can help. Would so you give, they, would you would you give up Autry for him? Autry's like Autry's like thirty eight, dude. He, they ain't going nowhere. Harold Landry, Harold Landry is another story. They just got uh, Randy. They just uh, traded away Randy Gregory. I know they don't play the same position. I mean, just about. But um, they, they may be looking for something. <laughs> Autry. Autry's thirty three, bro. Thirty eight. Defensive, defensive lineman don't play thirty eight. Dude, I thought honestly, I, I I threw that out there. I thought he was thirty five. To be honest, yeah, he's thirty three. Wow. Would you? Um, mm, no, I would part. I would part with Harold Landry. No, I would no part shit. with Harold Landry. I would part with Harold Landry. Everyone would. have yes, just because of the fact that we have Caleb Murphy and, and Rashad Weaver uh, as the backup, and Harold Landry obviously is not bad. And you need to match that, match what you're trying to get from Patrick Sertan. But that's not going to be all. You know, Harold Landry and Patrick Sertan is like this. 
So you're gonna have to package something else with that. I mean, we're talking we're talking trade because we want Christian Fulton off this goddamn team so bad. Uh, I mean, but something I think is gonna I think something's gonna happen at the trade deadline because if this keeps going, has no trade value. Come on, I, I understand uh, that. But no, we, that's not true. That's not Dom, true. Dom, once Five he once games. he gets yeah, once he starts going a little bit, you have to package something. That contract versus we're taking his contract on. I mean, who would you who would you know in the chat? Who would you trade? Oh, come I, on. I listen, listen, listen. I would take him back right now to see what he has because he's better. He's better than Kate, I'll tell um, you what he has. Fulton he's right now, horrible. Okay, he's give horrible. him a shot. Give him another shot because he gave him I, a shot. He couldn't even. He could barely. He could barely get in first team reps. He was so I, bad. It's horrible what happened to him. But guys, take it from the guy who 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 is you know, Caleb Farley is done. He's done. He has a he's no shot of being, too. He has no shot of being an impactful NFL player. If he, if he did as a first round pick, it would have happened by now. I don't want to hear about his back. I don't want, he's awful. Some guys are great in college, not good in the NFL. He's one of them. So we got to move on from that. Now, I, what the answer is, what we would need to get whoever certain, who it doesn't matter. Something's got to change. Rand Carthon needs to put on his nicest suit. And get in his office and was, figure was, something out. He was out. fresh today in a pregame. Of course, he always looks fresh. <laughs> he always looks fresh. But you know, we gotta we gotta wrap up tonight because uh, I'm gonna I gotta eat. I'm starving. But I'm gonna just, I'm gonna explode, man. My head. I'm sweating right now because I, I needed to come on ASAP. I said let's let, let's get this thing going because. I mean, this team just drives everybody crazy, not just us. I mean, people can say, you know what, it was a bad loss. You know, those fans say, you know what, it's a bad loss. You know, we'll get them next week. At what point you're going to be three and three if 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 we win next week? Okay, don't you want consistency? We keep talking about a consistency. Consistency. This team's mindset is just starting. Coach Steph for the roster. Yeah. Coach no, right. Yes, 100%. It yeah, starts like said, with the head coach. Yes, it's consistency is all we want. So when people say, oh, you know, these guys, you know, their opinions are horrible or, you know, these, these guys' opinions are great. We're just stating facts now because it, it, it just starts with consistency. And, and the proven fact is that we get into the red zone, we stall on drives, we kick field goals. The other team goes right down the field, pisses on our cornerbacks, and they score touchdowns. So something's got to give. Shout out to me because I sat at your house and I got torched for it. Right now, Nick Folk was the best move Carthon made in this offseason, and it's looking that way as far as as far as free agents were concerned or, or oh, yeah. veterans that he obtained. Because uh, as as Al Jair, Arden Key, do they have potential to make plays? Sure, but they're not raising my eyebrows after five weeks. Okay, we need uh, players to take over the game. Yeah, and I, and I, I, we got to give a shout out to the offensive line today too. We didn't talk about it at all. They did a stupendous job, I think. Really, really good. Oh no, yeah, they, they had some clean pockets. You know, very um, clean. No run, yeah. no run. You know, <laughs> no running lanes, which is you know just something we have to get used to now as Titan fans. But at the end of the day, we've been craving and crying for a clean pocket. Uh, and he got it, and you know, it just Tim. Tim just didn't have uh, didn't have enough in the bag today, and uh, it, that fourth down call is going to keep me up tonight. It, it really is just unacceptable on all levels. Uh, that even if you were going to run, which if you were going to run, you should try to do some kind of misdirection. Uh, they 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 shot it to him up the gut. There's, there's only there's only the one cars. play there. You quarterback sneak it. I don't care. I don't care. You quarterback sneak it. We always used to do it, Ryan Tannehill. You push the pile forward. You get a first down. Then you want to try to be creative in the run game. Then you do it. You get the first down. Plain and simple. I mean, it's really wow. not that hard. Philly does it every single time. 
look at this stat. King Braylon, appreciate you bringing us this info. 2019 Titans, two and four at Mariota, 1,200 yards, seven touchdowns, two interceptions, 2,020. That is an excellent. King Brennan, if you could do me a favor, if you that genius right if there. you follow me on Twitter, please DM me this exact comment. I mean, that is just a and I will give you credit if when I put it on Twitter. What else do you need to see? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The writings, I mean, again, Tannehill was not the reason we lost this game in any way, shape, or form, and I give him credit. He had the world on his back. He had everything to lose after coming off a good performance. And he played better, I think, than he did last week. Uh, but at the end of the day, like I said, when you don't have – when everything's not going your way, you need not a good performance. You need a great performance. And we needed a great quarterback play today, and we only got good quarterback play today. So uh, I understand everyone's, you know, wanting of fresh a fresh face under center. I do too. And I know that Ryan Tannehill is not taking us to the Super Bowl – I know, you know, if if we somehow make the playoffs by a miracle, he's probably not taking us anywhere deep. But, you know, we need to focus also on the enormous other issues that are involved, even beyond the biggest one, and how and when they're going to get rectified. And I, I, I'm looking at the, the head coach as a major problem right now, who in my eyes looks like he might not have this locker room. <laughs> I mean, 10 out of 12, Jared. 10 out of 12. Coach of the year? It's, it's, it's torturous right now. It's torturous the last couple, the last couple thirteen games. We sit no, here. No, he wasn't start, targeted. Start. Sorry, I'm cutting you off all day. Yeah. No, I'm no, sorry. you're good. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read the comments just as much as you are. So I mean, I, we appreciate you guys. Literally, like you guys are blowing up the uh, the comment feed. Uh, we're trying to get to as much as you guys as possible. If not. DM us, you know, um, on Twitter. Yep. You guys have us. If you want to throw us, uh, throw the, the Twitter accounts up there, Sammy. Um, just shout us out on on, uh, on Twitter with the Sick Podcast. Yep. If you guys have any questions, do something because we all have to uh, cope with this loss as, as much as possible and try to get over it because London is calling, like we've been saying. Oh, it's and, calling, uh, all right. And we we got a juggernaut with Lamar Jackson and that offense. Um, not saying you know they have a great running game, but Lamar Jackson, Justice Hill, and all those guys. Mark Andrews is hard, hard, a hard tight end to get down, and um, our secondary, the way they're playing, it's going to be a long day right now for them. So yeah, and, and let me touch on this. this is a Damon Sammy put Damon's uh, comment up there, and I, because it's important to to state this too, because I think a lot some people have a little misunderstanding. I'm not saying you, Damon, but in my eyes, at least, the reason why this stat is is so like it looks like a neon sign when it's blinking at your face. 
The reason why – I'm sorry. The reason why when we don't give the ball to Derrick Henry, we don't win is because when we give the ball to Derrick Henry and he's productive, we move the ball down the field and we're getting our best Tannehill, right? We need Flash. both things. We need both things in order to win. We didn't have our best Derrick Henry today. Did he have a couple decent runs? Sure. Was his protection great? Probably not. But he didn't take over a game like we've seen him take over a game before. And we need a Ryan Tannehill to win this game. And unfortunately, like we saw, even when he plays really well, he isn't talented enough to take over a game. So that is why, you know, we didn't have the opportunity to give Derrick Henry 25, 30 carries today because it's just we're getting Spears involved. We're trying to be creative. And Tim Kelly just didn't have a good day. And when we needed a three-yard play, couldn't do it. When we needed a two-yard play in the red zone, couldn't do it. And that just kills drives. So, But I said this last week, and Jared, I think you'll agree. Unfortunately, both things have to go hand-in-hand. You're never going to get one without the other to win. Of course. Of course. Just shout-out to, uh, what is it, Love and Marriage? Al Bundy? Can't go one without the other, just like you said it over there. Yep. Um, But, man – I don't know. I don't know what, what, what we have to do with this team. It, with me, you, and Vinny have to sit together and watch a game, or, or, you know, every week. Um, does Vinny have to be in Nashville? Do we have to travel with the team? You know, because every time I feel like some one of us is there, it's a great game. Or when we're all together, it's a great game. Yeah. So I mean, well, I might be. I'm, you might be seeing me at your doorstep at nine o'clock next week with coffee. Something. Something needs to give, man. And it's just. It's heartbreaking because with our fandom and everything, we do three shows a three shows a week. We love this team. We love everything about you know bringing content and stats and our perspective on this team. But when they do this to us on a Sunday, it's so hard. It's yep. so hard, man. Yep. You know, I, I'm sure these it. guys. I'm sure these guys. You know, they they prepare <laughs> like hell every single week monday through sunday monday through sunday sunday to sunday whatever you want to call it, they prepare every single week they don't expect to lose jeffrey simmons doesn't expect to lose you saw him you know 2 weeks ago when he told paul carsey off you know they they don't expect to lose but what the hell is going to give this team to get over the hump and start riding on that roller coaster up and not down and not up and down you know it's just it's just sickening man it really is man. yeah yeah i i, I listen uh, again i want to preface by saying Tannehill had a great game. He had a great game. And I'm not faulting him at all for the reason that we lost. But at the end of the day, technically, this still ties into the the, the whole full circle problem that we're having. And that's if you want to win in this league, which it goes without saying, but especially now, if you want to win in this league, you got to have a really mobile quarterback with great pocket awareness. Look at all the top dogs in the league. They all have those two things in groves. And our guy doesn't have that. Okay, is are there games like today? Pocket presence was pretty good. Arm strength pretty good. You know, made some throws, took some hits. Of course, but it still wasn't enough. You know, you, you need to have some plays like I said, like Minshew had. Minshew had a huge third down pass where he got rocked. Oh yeah. And again, like you say, Tannehill did too. Difference is different times. Okay, different timing. Minshew was doing it when it mattered the most. And unfortunately, because he only scored one damn touchdown, Ryan wasn't doing it when it mattered the most. And that's even if he was given the opportunity to do it because our OC was just all over the map today. All over the map. Creativity, then he would be predictable. Then he was creative. Then he'd be predictable again. Then unacceptable fourth and two, run up the gut. When you're you're having your way play action all day. And then you just say, ah, hey, fuck it. 
we'll go old school, Derrick Henry, you know, power eye, audio, and then, then, then that's it. That's what the game is over. You knew the game was over then. Um, but, you know, Fulton's a piece of tr- – yeah, he is. He's garbage. Absolute garbage. I defended him a lot. I really did. I defended him a lot. But he – when he's – if whenever he's on the field, which isn't a lot, uh, he's a liability right now. Especially with the fat with the penalties, so uh, I don't know. I don't know how to get. He that has like literally, he has like four, I think, PIs. Bad. For, yeah, and like second in California was second and twenty six against uh, um, the Browns, yeah. and it was third and sixteen today, and then there was another one a couple week uh, last week against Jamar Chase. It's just like every week, dude. Every yeah. single week, yeah. sick and tired of. And that's another goddamn position that we put so much investment in. Oh, and Philip again brought a great point. So much investment in. So many high picks on these guys. Farley, Adoree, McCreary. No, nah, I wouldn't know. say McCreary. I wouldn't say McCreary yet, Philip. McCreary was a second-round pick. I understand that, but he he has shown he played every single snap last year, and, and he was good. And look at his stats at the end of the podcast. We can bring. Him I'd up like to know podcast. what his PFF grade he, is. He had he has been consistent. Okay, he has been consistent, and he's re- kind of reliable. Christian Fulton and, and Molden, we thought was going to be the next uh, Cortland Finnegan. Sucks, dude. Sucks. Mm. Yeah. Caleb Farley sucks. It's just the same thing with the offensive line, Phil and, and Sal. Bunting. Bunting, Bunting's the 12th best quarterback in the league. He's, he's been good. May, oh, may not been good today. He's may have not horrible been good today. today. Couldn't may tackle a fucking tortoise today. May have not been good today, but he's been, and, and he, he's been pretty he's good. He's had some bad. He's had a couple bad. I don't want I don't, dude, he's not. He's not someone you're depending on to get a stop. I'm sorry. No, not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's Is not. Is he a liability? Been, I, I yeah. don't think so, but. You know, it's just all around bad. It's all around bad. I'm gonna. I think we should check out for today. I gotta, uh, you know, get get some stuff done. Listen, guys, yeah. while you're yeah. here, appreciate everyone that joined in. I think we exactly. had 50, 60 smash at some that, point. Smash that like button. Yeah, appreciate that. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You guys know where to find us. Turn those notifications on. We're gonna be back. Um, drop. We're, at, we're recording on what Tuesday. We're dropping Wednesday. Yep. Same thing. We're dropping on Friday too as well. I got some costumes. Um, I'm thinking about bringing to okay. Tuesday's show and Friday's show just to keep it, you know, keep the morale of the podcast up. I got two two different ones for the Stat Genius, and I got something else uh, sp- uh, spiced up. Does it involve a news? Does it include uh, a news or no? Uh, it should because I, I may jump off. The, I may George, uh, jump off the George Washington Bridge after uh, another yeah. Titans loss. It's crazy. This is how but you I, know it's bad. All these. I'm gonna bring. Levels. I'm gonna bring. Uh, I'm gonna bring some light and, and you know some something funny to keep you guys on your toes. You know, I already yeah. ordered some shit on Amazon, so it's gonna be funny. I'm looking forward to so, that. So, sure so look after look after that, guys. When yep. you guys look at uh, look after it, guys. Thanks bell. so much for uh, for joining in tonight or today. Uh, we're gonna be on nice and early next week. You know, probably around 11:30 noon. So uh, I'd say we got a big game coming up in London, but I just don't know anymore. I don't know what this season's value is this franchise, but right now it's not looking like a whole lot. All right, it's, so uh, you know, it's, down it's, right now. Yeah, it's 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 looking like a total waste of our time this season. But we'll see. The crazy thing about the NFL is it stands for no fucking logic. And um, you know, we could be 7 and 3, you know, around Christmas time. But it starts at one game at a time. We're not going anywhere. So, uh, let's keep trucking along. So again, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and uh hope everyone has a great start of their week and we'll see you on Tuesday. So, Sammy, send me out. Tighten up. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Talking Titans, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.